everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. I am the host, Josh Sanchez, and the purpose of Your Spiritual Best Friend is to connect spirituality, mental health, and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day. So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. Hey everybody and welcome back to the podcast. On today's episode, I got a chance to interview special guest Kevin Palmieri. Kevin is a podcast host and also a host of the Next Level Podcast. Kevin has a passion for helping people as he is also a life coach as well. Me and Kevin, we talk a lot about his journey from switching careers to getting into podcasting rediscovering and refinding himself and Kevin gives great advice to everybody that is struggling with finding themselves or has some self-doubts within their own head. Kevin is very passionate for helping people. You can check out all of Kevin's work and his podcast by clicking in the links in the show description and like always guys please like rate and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Your subscriptions will help boost the podcast overall. Also, do not forget to check out, I do astrology chart readings as well. Me and Kevin, we talk about that as well. It's really cool stuff. But that link will also be below for you guys to check out and listen. But without further ado, here is my conversation with Kevin. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend. I am your host, Josh Sanchez, and I'm here with a very special guest, Kevin. Kevin, what's going on, and how are you doing? I am living the dream, Josh. We had a wonderful conversation behind the scenes. I think you and I are going to get along wonderfully, and uh, I'm very excited to see where we go with this conversation today, my friend. Definitely, Kevin. I am also very excited as well to see where our conversation is going. And uh, thank you for reaching out and wanting to come on the podcast. So pretty much how I always start all of our podcasts is just with this very simple question, Kevin. When it comes to passions and stuff that you love to do for work, what are some passions that you have and what are some things you enjoy doing for work? One of my greatest passions, and hopefully you will get to see this throughout this interview, is podcasting. I, at this point, have probably done close to 1,500 podcast episodes, and it never feels like work. I'm always grateful I get the opportunity to do it, and I'm always very happy after. I'm always glad I did it. So that is one of the the best things for me, and I love having deep conversations with people behind the scenes. I do a lot of coaching, but it's not just telling people what to do. Oftentimes we're digging into the identity level of who a human being is. So having a real deep conversation, there's something awesome about that. 
I completely agree, Kevin. Unlike the radio, because before I got into this podcast, like I had some experience with radio. There's a lot of SCC guidelines and it's very hard to get personal sometimes because you have to be careful of what you say. Whereas with podcasting, you can be honest, you can be truthful because if you have your own podcast, you are the one that is dictating what content comes in and what content comes out. So as I was saying your answer, I was just like, yeah, very spot on point. That's really the difference for anybody that is interested in getting into podcasting. That's where the difference is between podcasting and radio. Radio has a lot of guidelines to follow. Podcasting is more free and free flowing. But anything, is there anything you would like to add, Kevin? No, I think that's that's wonderfully put. We all have a message. And if you can get your message out there, I think that's what we're all passionate about anyway. It's just about finding the vehicle. For me, it happened to be podcasting. I'm very blessed that I found it. But if you're watching or listening, maybe it's something else. Maybe it's volunteering or building or whatever it may be. So find your thing and, and go all in if you can. Definitely, Kevin. And just take me a little back a little bit. I know you said that podcasting has been like your avenue to really help find yourself, you know, take me back to the very beginning when you just started podcasting. Like, how did how did that go for you? Because I know we all have a journey and we all have a story to tell. Yeah, I went through I went through a difficult breakup, Josh. And when I went through this breakup, I started looking in the mirror to figure out who I was. And my goal was to raise my awareness, right? Why do I have these insecurities? Why did this breakup happen? I just wanted to explore myself at a deeper level. So something interesting happened. I said, you know what? I need to make more money. So if I make more money, all of my problems will go away. And I said, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make all the money I can. So that was my intention for the next year. That next year started and I ended up getting a promotion at the job I worked at. So I worked in the weatherization industry. So it was my job to go into buildings and make them more energy efficient. Beautiful side of it was I worked on state and government contracts. So I made anywhere from 60 to $120 an hour, which was great for somebody who didn't have a college degree. So me being promoted to a foreman meant that I was on the beginning to the end of every job. And I was working a lot of hours, but most of our work was on the road. So I lived in New Hampshire. I did a lot of my work in New Jersey, which was like six hours away. Fast forward to the end of that year, and I had been on the road for 10 out of the 12 months. Every single week, I was living in hotels, living out of my suitcase, working different hours, driving six hours, eight hours sometimes, just burning the candle at both ends. I didn't didn't really care because I was making a ton of money. So we get to the end of that year, Josh. I got my final pay stub in hand. And I said, all right, let me open up this bad boy, see what we got. And I made $100,000 at 26 with no college degree. But I realized in that moment, and we're talking about consciousness, I realized in that moment that for most of my life, I had lived unconsciously, just going through the motions, hoping things would work out, hoping for the best. The opposite of unconscious is hyperconscious. So I started a podcast called the Hyperconscious Podcast. And in the beginning, it was just a passion project. I was interviewing my friends. We were talking about fears, love, dreams, goals, all of that happy jazz. It got to the point where I was starting to get some feedback regarding the podcast. People were reaching out saying, hey, this episode was awesome. It's helping me change the way I think. And I think in that moment, I realized that I just found my passion. It's like, wait, wait, wait. I can just have a conversation with somebody and actually impact somebody else. Okay, that's interesting. So I stopped caring about my job almost overnight. After I made that money, I stopped caring about my job because I knew that's not the destination I wanted to get to. So I start calling out of work. I start leaving the job early. I 
am showing up late. It just kept getting worse and worse. And for a while, I was beyond burnt out. And I was miserable and I was getting depressed and I was dealing with anxiety and my mental health was just on the downturn because I was not listening to any of the signs. And it got to the point, Josh, where I was sitting on the edge of a hotel bed in New Jersey. My alarm went off at like 5.15 in the morning, sat up, slid to the edge of the bed, and I was lacing up my work boots. And the best way to explain it is there was 10 televisions on in my head at the same time and every single one was on a different station. And one was saying, you're stuck here forever. You, if you do leave this job, what will your friends think? If you do leave this job, what will your family think? And if you do leave this job, do you really think you can be a successful podcaster? And in that moment, I felt like if I ended my life, I would take my problems with me. Now, luckily, I have a very tight-knit group of uh, people around me. I have a small group, but very high quality. I reached out to my friend at the time, who is now my business partner and co-host and co-founder, told him what was going on. And he said, I think you need to make a change. Your environments have been the same and I don't think they're serving you. So I ended up leaving that job three or four months later and going full time into what we're doing today. So it really, for me, started from a place of service and then saying, okay, I think I found what I'm passionate about. How do I ultimately turn that passion into some sort of money? How do I turn that passion into profit? That's really where it started for me. I just wanted to keep going. I didn't want to have to go back to a job. I wanted to figure out a way to make this my career. Wow, Kevin. First, I want to say very powerful stuff. You know, first credit to you for being vulnerable with sharing your story, because I know that definitely can be very intense, you know, and it can be very hard, you know, because we all go through blocks because we're all going through our journeys, you know, we're realizing things. And I can only imagine for you, like, I think you visualized it perfectly when it comes to you just pictured in your head, there's like a TV and there's 10 different stations playing. I feel like there's moments in all of our lifetimes where we experience that might not be like to like the 10 state stations, but like multiple thoughts that are just going through our head. Like, am I good enough? Am I worthy? Is this serving me? How would others view me? Like it, that's all anxiety coming in because we're humans, you know, and we're, we're creatures of habit and we get used to behaving a certain way for years and years and years, you know, and then eventually we reach a point where it's like, this is no longer serving me and you got to try something new. And that's very intense and credit to your friend for, for be giving you some great advice and helping you steer into a different direction. And now I can definitely feel the passion and the drive that you have towards podcasting. So it's crazy how like in the very beginning, when we take that leap of faith, you never know what's going to happen. And there's so many anxieties and fears, but then now, you know, you've been doing it for so long now and you've gotten some success, some success with it. It's like, dang, like if I viewed how I viewed myself the first day, like it, it's like night and day, it's, it's great. So I just want to first say power to you, Kevin, for, for sharing your story. And, and I just want to let you know that you're not alone too. I definitely have moments in my own lifetime too, where I, I, I just started grad school last year and, and that whole process was like, am I on the right track? What are others going to view? Like, it's just anxiety. It's just it's anxiety, mental health. It's so important for us to recenter, reground and just reset. So that way we can connect more of our mind and spirit. So power to you, Kevin, for doing all that as well. But is there anything, is there anything that you would like to add as well? Yeah. So this is what I always try to say. I, I want to make sure I'm never guilty of saying 
this was my rock bottom moment. And now look at me where I am because the three years after I left my job. So I think I left my job in 2017, the three years after I left that, like initially were the hardest three years of my life. Being a very broke entrepreneur, my girlfriend, now wife had to pay rent because I couldn't afford to pay rent. My car broke down. I couldn't afford to get it fixed. I was literally driving my car around with a hole in the engine. Uh, no, I think I don't, I don't even know if I had a registration. I didn't have an inspection sticker and my brakes weren't working. So like I was literally driving this thing to the studio to get these episodes done. I don't want people to think it went from the worst time to the best time because there was a lot of dark nights in between. And I want to make sure I'm painting an accurate picture of the journey. Definitely, Kevin. And I and I think that is a very good point to add as well, because once we do transition, there's going to be that transition period where we're adjusting, we're figuring out. Because I know for you, like you've worked at a job that was very good financially, but it was not fulfilling you and filling that cup emotionally. So now you switch to something that was, it felt more you, there's going to be transition a little bit along the way. So I think that's a very good point to add, Kevin. And I really appreciate you sharing your story so far. But just continuing a little bit, I know now that you have done podcasting for so long, and I really like the idea of your podcast as well. Um, talk to me a little bit about how that journey has been a little bit as well, like interviewing guests and, and really just seeing your podcast evolve. How has that been for you? It's, uh, I still have days where I wake up and so I'll, I'll just give you a, a number today. So I track our listens every day. I woke up today. I got up at six. I came out, I fed the cats. I hung out with the cats for a little bit. I'm a cat dad. I love my kitties. And I came into the office and I said, all right, cool. Let me track the, the podcast listens. I do it every day. And I looked today and I think we had 3,500 downloads or something today, which that we had 1,014 in our first year. So we had three times the listens today that we had in the first year. And that just is a, is such a unique piece of perspective that if we quit in the first year, we never would have got here. And you never know what the future brings. You just got to trust that it's going to work out. You got to work like you know it's going to work out. So yeah, I think it's interesting, Josh, because I still have moments of doubt I still have imposter syndrome at times. I still have limiting beliefs. For me, this journey has proved a lot about myself to myself of what I'm capable of. But I always have to check in on perspective and say, remember when going on one show a week scared you? Like, okay, cool. Now you do you know, 15 a week. Awesome. Remember when you had your first guest on and you thought you were going to pee your pants? Now you've had all these big time guests on. Awesome. You can do this. So yeah, it's interesting. For me, I pinch myself often and think, okay, that's it's amazing where you are. Obviously, we have a long way to go. But I think that any journey is going to teach you more about yourself than anything else. I've learned a lot about podcasting and speaking and sales and coaching and all that. But the thing I've learned the most about is me. And I don't think that that is replaceable. And I don't think I would replace that with anything. So it's been an interesting journey. It's been a painful journey in terms of new awareness, but I'm just the most grateful, the most fulfilled, you used that word before. I'm the most fulfilled I've ever been because I get to do what I love every day. Yeah. And, and that is some powerful stuff as well, Kevin. And, and you made another good point too, like along our journeys, like it's not just going to be one set time where we take the time to reflect. It's going to be, for some people, it's daily reflection. For some people, it's weekly reflection. Like we are constantly going to have to reflect and check in with ourselves 
Is this fulfilling me? Is this okay? And and that's something that I think as a society we're working towards normalizing a little bit, but there has to be a lot more work. And with that, the more people are vulnerable with sharing their stories, the more awareness we gain as a community aspect. But I just wanted to add to your point as well that it is a constant journey that we're on. It's not like you're just going to reflect one time and things are going to completely be okay. Like, no, like... For myself, I check in at least a couple times each month to see, hey, how is my month going? Is this okay? And if not, then all right, let's steer back and let's let's try a new direction so that way I can get back and feel fulfilled again. So it's just a constant journey, Kevin. And I just wanted to add to your point a little bit. I appreciate it. I, I always suggest this, Josh, you and I are podcasters. So we get the opportunity to say, okay, where was I during episode one? Where was I during episode 10? If you're listening to this and you're not a content creator and you don't have the opportunity to reflect on past content, take out your cell phone and record either a video or an audio note to yourself right now. What's going on in your life? What is something you're super excited about? What's something you're afraid of? What's a success you've had recently? What's a failure you've had recently? And then check in on that in a couple months. I'm telling you, we forget how far we've made it. And on the opposite end, sometimes we forget or we lose sight of how far we haven't made it. But you need that perspective. You need that awareness. You need to see the truth so you can operate accordingly. And I know a lot of people don't have the opportunity like you and I do for content, but use your cell phone. Take a video of yourself and look at it in six months. If you're happy with the change you've made, awesome. If not, that's okay. That's a new awareness for you to make different changes. Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcash gave away over $100,000 to up and coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with Podcash, it's a great way to get cash and best of all, it's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list or you're already a podcaster, go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcast.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast. Yeah, and, and that can be shown in so many different ways, too. I like that idea, Kevin, because you're right, because for us podcasting, we can see how we recorded episode one. How was the audio? How did we sound? Did we not sound as confident compared to like episode 50 or episode, you know, like as you keep going? So I think that's a really good point to for people that are not content creators like right now, like record a quick five minute video, check in. If you have a journal, journal some things that you've envisioned like your life and how you're doing right now. And then check back in a couple months later to see like, hey, is this, this is where I was then. And now here I am now. Am I on the right path? Am I happy? Am I doing this? I really think that's a great activity and you can do it through a video. You could do it through an audio recording. You can write it down. There's so many different avenues that you guys can do. And I think that's a really good self-reflection exercise for you guys to do because we're constantly checking in, resetting and trying to, because we're, we're humans, we're meant to grow, expand and evolve. You know, it's not, we're not just going to stay in one place forever. That's just, 
That's just very rarely does that happen. Um, but Kevin, I've really enjoyed our conversation so far. I really appreciate your honesty and just how intuitive you are. You're very good at understanding yourself and appreciating yourself along the journey as well. I really appreciate that. Transitioning a little bit, relationships play a huge part in our lifetimes, obviously. And I know you mentioned in a couple answers that you've your current girlfriend had to help you during the rough times, you know. And my first question, just starting off our relationship topic, what are some qualities that you really look for, whether that's a business partnership, romantic relationship, and even like a close friendship? Mm, great question. Great question. And so now she's my wife, which I'm, I'm grateful for. So I'm now married, which is even, even better. So think I think about it this way, and I didn't create this. I actually got this from my business partner who got this from his amazing partner. If you break it into core values core beliefs and core aspirations, you are way more likely to succeed long-term with anybody in your life. So some of the things I look for, humility is one of the biggest things that I look for in any partnership. That's one. Humor. Uh, there, there has to be times where we can laugh together because life gets heavy. And if you can't laugh it away, it gets even heavier. Kindness is one consistency is another one for me. Being able to consistently show up, not only in your mood and your energy, but to get things done, that's super important. So those are a few that I look for. Reliability goes hand in hand with consistency. So this is my thought for people out there. Write down a list of your five core values. So it could be humility, um, being on time, generosity, right? Write down your five core values. Write down five beliefs, core beliefs that you have. So um, one could be kindness solves everything or love solves, solves everything or love makes everything better, whatever it is. Write down five of the beliefs that you have and then write down five of your core aspirations. What do you want to accomplish? I aspire to be the most generous version of myself. I aspire to show up every day and bring brightness into the world. Then compare those to the people around you. And one of two things is going to happen. You're going to say, oh, that's why we get along so well. Or you might say, oh, that's why there's so much resistance in that relationship. Alan, my business partner and I, we get along so well because our core values are very, very similar. Our core beliefs are very, very similar. And our core aspirations are to change the world. And if at any time those change or shift, the relationship will have to get reset. But checking in with that, core values, core beliefs, and core aspirations, that will give you a really good overhead view of why the relationships that you have that are working are working and vice versa. Wow, Kevin. And I, I really like that exercise. Again, it's very similar to what I sort of been telling people as well when it comes to like it's going to sound a little bit spiritual, so I'm just giving you a little, little preferences, but it's like it's like the idea of like uh, it's like a good ritual idea where it's it's called like manifestation. So what you do is like you you jot down on a piece of paper like for me, I always say like the ideal partner or like what is my like best friend look like and you jot down qualities that you look for. And then it's just, it's powerful work because as you're writing it down, it's like healing because you're putting it out to the universe. Like this is what, this is the person and the people I want to surround myself with. And once you have an idea on what you want to like surround yourself with, like you said, those core beliefs, then you can find people that match those core beliefs. You can realize, dang, the people around me are not matching 
my core beliefs at all, what I am matching. So, and then you can find new people that do that. So I think that's very powerful stuff and you might not even realize it now, but that's actually some really good spiritual work. Uh, it's just a lot of people, there's some fancy terms towards it. Some people like to call it manifestation. They might do it during like a full moon or a new moon ritual because this podcast does have a little spiritual element to it. So I just wanted to highlight that. <laughs> I was Josh, I'm guessing. I mean, it's called what is it? My your spiritual best friend. I can only imagine we're gonna go. We're gonna go spiritual. Can I add a little bit to manifestation really quick? So I think that a lot of people, you know, the secret is one of the top selling books of all time. The secret is all about the law of attraction and manifestation. I think you can break it down into more of a specific formula. So think of it this way: when it comes to life, we have physical, mental, emotional in spiritual. If you just break life into those four categories, those four segments, manifestation is the opposite. So manifestation is spiritual, emotional, mental, physical, spiritual. You, to Josh's point, imagining something in your life that does not yet exist, imagining it, writing it down, thinking about it constantly, focusing on it, surrounding yourself with the thought. The next level is emotionalizing. What would it feel like? What would it smell like? What would it taste like? What would the feelings that you have be like when you get that thing? So you're emotionalizing it. You're bringing that into your life. The The brain, the mind cannot tell the difference between an imagination, like an imagined thought and something that really exists. Then the next one is strategizing, mental. What are you doing with your mental capability to strategize long-term to get the things that you're thinking about? And then the last one, physical, that's taking action. I think that's where a lot of people get lost. I find that some people are really, really good at the strategizing and taking action, but the imagination, emotional, spiritual part can lag. And then some people are really good with the spiritual and the emotional side, but they're not necessarily good at strategizing and taking action. So if you're, if you don't feel like you're manifesting the things that you want to check in, which one of those is weaker? What is the weakest? What is your strength? What is your weakness? And then work on that accordingly. I think that it's more encapsulating of everything because it does take action. You could, Josh, you can say, I want to manifest the best podcast in the world. Awesome. But you're still going to have to strategize and take action towards those. And I think oftentimes people forget about those. Oh, yeah, I completely agree as well. I, I think the manifestation is a good first step to just project, hey, this is what I want. And then then what you said, Kevin, then the next step is creating a strategy to get what you want. So because like, especially if you have like a goal, like I want to have the best podcast, it's not going to happen overnight, similar to anything, you know, it's going to have that day to day work. So I completely agree, Kevin. And thank you for adding to that point as well. And I've really enjoyed this conversation so far. Thank you so much. Of course, my friend. I am as well. My just last question, just wrapping up just to, just the whole relationship topic. When it comes to like romantic relationships, you know, they can definitely be a lot. You learn a lot about yourself along the way. What's some advice that you would give to someone that is just starting in their relationship or someone that is looking for relationship and like dating advice? Oh, man. One would be if you're single stay so you know how people will get broken up they'll have a breakup and people say you should go be by yourself for a while the reason you should go be by yourself for a while from just in my opinion is because you need to heal the parts of you that are going to reattract 
negativity or something into your life that you don't want yet. I think so many of us assume that we're going to find a partner who quote unquote completes us. You have to be complete in yourself first. And if you're not, you can have the ideal dream partner and you still might find a way to self-sabotage that. So that would be one part if you're looking to date. The part if you're new to a relationship or even if you're in a seasoned long-term relationship, number one, make sure you understand that at the end of the day, you're a team. Yeah, it might be a pain for you to do something that your partner said they were going to do. But if you think of it from the aspect of, look, we're a team. This is going to help both of us. Let me lead from that frame. That's one easy shift. Just as an example, uh, the other morning, so my wife cleans the litter box at night. I do the litter box in the morning. She forgot to do it at night. Two things go through my head. One, she didn't do her job. I'm not going to do mine and she'll take care of it later. Two, we're on the same team. It's not about who does it. It's just the fact that it gets done and I can communicate my truth based on that. So that's one easy thing. Another thing is make sure you're, you're bringing as much to the table as you're taking away right? Make sure you're meeting your partner's love languages. Make sure you're making them feel good. Make sure you're supporting them. Try to over deliver as much as you can. And the third thing I would say is understand what is the intention? What is the goal? What is the reason you're in the relationship? Ultimately, the reason to be in a relationship is growth. That's why relationships are so amazing to Josh's point. You're going to learn so much about yourself, about your partner, about the world, about your ego, about your insecurities, whatever it may be. Understand that if you're in a relationship, the point is growth. So if you go in with that frame, maybe you're more willing to have difficult conversations. Maybe you're more willing to look in difficult mirrors. I think those are three simple things that can help you kind of adjust your mindset and your expectations in your relationship. Wow, Kevin, I will say that's because I, I, had, I had a couple of questions to build. You answered all my questions. I will say that was just a very just a spot on answer, because like like we've been talking about, you know, relationships, you're learning a lot more more about yourself. And I really like the idea of working as a team. It's that, it's all about that mindset. Like, I think we expect I think sometimes we have so much like high expectations, not only for partners, but also like just like we expect our partners to do all of this work for ourselves when it's a team, you're going to be, there's going to be moments where you're going to help your partner out. There's going to be moments where your partner helps you out. As long as you guys are working together throughout the day and no, not one person is doing, is not going above and beyond for the other person, like too much work, you know, as long as that's not happening, like this is a team, that's what a relationship is. And you guys are growing. And I agree. We're all meant to grow from our partners. You know, we're growing, either growing together for the ones that last and for the ones that don't, you know, it's okay. Like you've learned some things. And I also agree with your point that well, if a breakup does happen, give yourself some time to reflect. Don't jump immediately to another relationship because most likely it's just going to lead to more chaos. I've seen that throughout my lifetime so many times I, I i can't even count on my hands how many times i've seen that so <laughs> great i've been a part of it several times so i i very much understand <laughs> yeah me too I, we, we all we all have our moments i i, I completely agree hey everybody i hope you guys are enjoying the podcast i just want to give you guys a very special announcement so starting in the beginning of September, I will be doing astrology chart readings for anybody that is interested in learning a little bit more about themselves and their natal chart. I am not someone that is going to predict the future, but I am someone 
that is going to give you guidance and really help you process yourself in the present moment, whatever challenges or blocks that you face. But you can click on the link in the show description to schedule a one-on-one meeting with me where you get your chart read, where it's going to be a very safe space for you guys to open up and share your own journeys, your own anxieties, fears, and I hope that we can both learn something from each other along the way. I do have a confidentiality agreement that I, that everyone must sign and follow, and prices will vary depending on the income in which you guys make. I am someone that is very flexible and knows that we all have certain situations in life that can impact us financially, emotionally, anything pretty much. But it really is just a safe space for everyone to connect, grow, and learn some things about themselves. So again, you can check out that link to schedule a one-on-one call with me, Josh Sanchez, host of Your Spiritual Best Friend, and I hope to see everybody soon and to help you along the way on your own spiritual journey. Let's transition a little bit. I know we talked a lot about relationships and your journey through discovering your podcast and self-discovery, which has been great to hear. This podcast, we like to add a little bit of an astrology element to it. It's really cool. Um, So, Kevin, my first question, just starting off, when it comes to astrology, what's your overall relationship with it? Do you know a little bit about it? How do you feel about it overall? I would say I have a very, very low awareness and very little relationship with it. Not that I have anything against it. It's just not something I have studied. So I would say I'm pretty... I don't want to say the word ignorant because I think that sounds negative, but yeah, I'm ignorant. I don't, I don't know much about it. Of course. And I always like to view astrology for everyone that's just getting started. It's just another tool in the toolbox to help us understand ourselves. And uh, hopefully Kevin, through our little reading today, you might learn a little things. And if you have any other questions, I can also send you information and stuff once we're done recording. I appreciate it. I'm excited. I'm excited to learn. Of course. So for Kevin, for you, so just starting off the astrology chart readings, there's this website. It's called thehoroscope.co. And what happens is once I figure out your sun and moon sign, you just Google it and a bunch of people, they teamed up and they do little readings based off of your sun and moon. So there's positives, there's negatives, there's perfect partner and advice. So as I give you a reading, just let me know how you feel about it. So, so Kevin, you are a Leo sun with a Libra moon, and it says a reliable personality. These people are responsive to criticism and wish to please others. Positives, very caring, witty, and creative. Negatives, can be anxious at times and indecisive at times. Perfect partner, someone who will bring beauty into their lives. And word of advice for your sun and moon combination, they should take a step back and analyze the moments in which they become a little bit too egotistical. So as I give you your positives, negatives, perfect partner, and advice, what are some thoughts that come to mind? Uh, number one, I I do believe I'm a very reliable human being. If I tell you I'm going to be somewhere, I'll be there. I'm, I'm a man of my word unless something changes. But yeah, I'm very reliable. So that definitely resonates with me. I think you talked about ideal partner bringing the beauty. One of the things my wife has said to me so many times is, babe, stop and smell the roses. 
like literally just stop and smell the roses. You're, you're so focused on everything else. So I would say that the anxious part, of course, I'm, I get anxious often. That's definitely part of it. Uh, the creativity definitely speaks to me as well. And the egotistical part, hundred percent, I want my, my main core value is humility. But as I learn and as I grow and as I become more confident, oftentimes confidence is a tool that I don't know how to use yet. So I may overshoot the confidence and look like I have an ego and I'll reflect and say, oh, okay, what happened there? Mm, okay, yeah, I didn't know how to, how to use my confidence or direct my confidence. So it came off as egotistical. Then I'll reflect on that and try to make changes accordingly. So I would say very accurate overall. Of course. And I'll make sure I'll send you the link once we're done recording as well. But that's why I like to start off the reading with. And when it comes to your rest of your chart. So if anyone tells you anything about astrology, like they always say, like, what's your big three? So your big three consists of your sun sign. So that's like, that's where the ego is. That's where like how you present yourself, you know, like to like, it's the ego, it's all the external world. The moon is what's happening internal. So the unconscious, emotionally, what's going on. And then your rising sign is the mask that you present to other people. So it's like first impressions. So it's like you might get a good read off of somebody when you first meet them, but then once you get to know them, their personality might be a little bit different than what you thought. But that's that's an example of like how the rising sign works. And so your big three are just the follows, and I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about them and just let me know how you feel. So we'll start with your sun. So your sun sign is a Leo, like I mentioned a little bit earlier. So Leos are very passionate. Leo is the lion and Leo is ruled by the sun. So if you think of the sun as a, as a planet, what does the sun do? It brightens up all of the planets. So when it comes to like a strong sense of self, that's where that Leo comes in for you, you know, and, and house numbers are, they tell you where you might feel this energy. And in your chart, your Leo is in, your son is in the second house. So the second house involves material possessions, money is in this, but also how we value things emotionally. It's sort of like, it's, that's like the house where it is. So when it comes to like finances or like material things, have you ever felt like that, like passion or that extra fire? Have you ever had that conflict a little bit when it comes to like, finances and just trying to express yourself or because your your you have your ego is that's where it is it's in that second house i am a i'm a very money driven human being so for me it's impact first like i want to impact as many people as humanly possible a close second is definitely money possessions materials so i would say that that lands for me and i'm also the cfo of our company so i track our finances every single day and i'm hyper focused on on money so i would say that's accurate oh yeah of course because when i see your chart right away i always look at where's the sun first what sign is the sun and then where is the sun because that's a very important part and then the second part, so I know you met, I know I mentioned your sun is in Le is in Leo, your moon is in Libra. So Libra is the balance scale. So it's that it's that they want to find that harmony and that balance between work, relationships, even like personal, like what you want to do for social life. Libras love to find that balance. And if once things get thrown off a of balance, that's when the anxiety and the indecisiveness can can take over. And for you, your that's what the Libra sign is, but it's in the fourth house. So the fourth house involves, it's anything that is not seen in the public eye. So it's all like stuff that happens at home, stuff that happens in 
So it's like the sense of home, caretaking. Have you ever, like, how important has balance been for you in, like, your home life? Uh, yeah, it's been very important. So being an entrepreneur is obviously a challenge, right? Being a business owner and everything ends with us. Like, if I don't work and get clients and blah, 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 we don't pay the bills. So that's obviously a challenge. I've definitely this year done a better job of setting my own unique boundaries. And we break it up like this. I work, so I would say like 90, 10. So I sleep eight hours a night. So that gives me 16 hours of quote unquote potential work time. I break that up into 90% of those 16 hours I'm working, 10% I'm r and So 1.6 hours a night, I'm pretty much r and So I would say my balance is the best it's ever been, but I'm trying to make sure I make extra time throughout the day like if I see my wife walk by to say, Hey, come sit on my lap and let's talk for a minute or, you know, spending time with the kitties. So yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm optimizing better than I ever have. So I would say that that speaks to me as well. Sounds good. Sounds good. And then the last part that I really like to talk and then I'll, I'll do one more point because I see a couple other things and, and uh, we'll, we'll wrap everything up. But when it comes to your rising sign, so you know how I mentioned how like, this is where like the birth time is very important because, uh, the, because depending on if you know, like where, you, what time you were born, that'll tell you what the house systems are and you'll figure it out. And that's, and that's all that, but your rising sign, it's sort of like the energy that you want to present to people. It's also the energy that you want to pers- like, you want to like push yourself to become and your rising is in cancer. So cancers are very kind, very emotionally in tune, very good at like caretaking, nurturing. Um, and that's something that you really want to present to people. So like, and, and also the thing is with cancers, they are, they are like a crab. So picture like a hard shell on the outside, but then in the inside, a crab is very like soft, gentle, kind. So you might also present that to people a little bit too, sometimes where you might be a little, little bit too hard, but then like once they get to know you, they realize you're a very cool down to earth, chill person. So when it comes to cancer being your rising, is that something that you've strived towards when it comes to like being more emotion, being like that caretaker a little bit, being more emotionally in tune and reading the emotions of people? A hundred percent. My, my goal is to make people feel safe. I mean, that's during this interview, that's my goal. Uh, when we do our podcast, anytime I'm somewhere, I want to make people feel safe and I want them to feel like they can be themselves. And I want to be inclusive. I want everybody to feel safe. So I would say that's accurate. And then if you think about it, I'm a tattooed bodybuilder who loves mixed martial arts and training to fight. So I would say that's also the hard outer shell. That's pretty accurate. I would say. Oh man, you got me laughing in the background. That's, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty accurate. I will say that's what I'm saying. This this stuff, it's 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 like another tool in the toolbox to really help understand ourselves. Um, but Kevin, I've really appreciated everything from you being so open to share your astrology chart to also you describing like your journey and even your relationships as well. I really appreciate everything. Where can everybody check out your podcast and all of the wonderful work that you do? I appreciate that very much. And that, it was wonderful. I had a very good experience. I appreciate you making me feel safe and asking questions and being curious. It was a wonderful experience. Our podcast is called Next Level University. We do an episode every single day. And our thing is heart-driven, but no BS, holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. So we're on all the podcast platforms as well as YouTube. And then if you have any questions or you want to reach out, my handle on Instagram is at neverquitkid. I do all my own social media. So I will send you a video back and anything you need, I'm here for you. 
Perfect. And I'll make sure, Kevin, to put everything, all the links and stuff in the show description so that way you guys can check out all of Kevin's work and all that fun stuff. But, Kevin, it's been an honor. Thank you. Keep up the great work and stay safe. Thank you, Josh. It was a pleasure.